It's all golden to me. It's my dream to have a golden beard. Younger <laughs> <laughs> but looks older. I'll even try a squat. Here we go. The, uh, the uh, six of clubs. The golden. Welcome to another episode of the Talk Golden to Me video podcast show. Your host, Evan Golden, a.k.a. Golden TV. I gave myself that nickname, and I'm sticking with it, and I'm keeping it. As always, we are here in the studio at the Berman Law Group. All my Bachelorette fans, Bachelor fans, you might see this handsome face. It looks pretty familiar, right? <laughs> we got him in studio from reality TV to world touring DJ. I want to talk to all about his adventures, how he got into the television arena and now he's giving back he's becoming a true humanitarian which i really uh, admire so i wanted to I like talk to you work. about that humanitarian I for like sure that. man for sure <laughs> so we have vinnie vinsane vinnie ventiera welcome to the talk golden to me show man how you doing thanks for having me brother for sure Glad for sure here. man I've, you know, we've crossed so many paths yes, we have you know through the years you know just down here in south florida so many different charity events so many different yep. galas and affairs so i'm glad we get to kind of sit down talk to you you're obviously on the you know you were on the number one reality show of all time the bachelorette yeah. let's kind of start right there because i think that really helped parlay and let you achieve a lot of your goals oh, and yeah. a lot of your aspirations and the, what made you get on that show how'd you get on that show who applied you to be on it so actually i was out and about at uh, salt seven in del rey where i've been djing for the last six years and uh we do a yearly charity auction for um, the tri-county humane society and we um we do a bachelor auction so actually you know, there was a casting agent there and said, hey, we'd like to try out. So I was like, all right, well. So it was a pretty cool cool situation. So I guess I kind of had the upper hand because they approached me. A lot of the times for the guy seasons, they have to um, seek the guys out rather like where the girls are lining up by the thousands to try out for the show. And you're like a perfect candidate because you're already on a bachelor dating charity. Yeah, event, right yeah exactly. Then so it was like a pretty like, much this a layup guy's a pro. for them. <laughs> yeah, it was like a layup for them. So it was cool. And that just you know led to emails and casting and thousands of ridiculous questions. And What is that like process like to get onto a national reality television show? Um, it, was, it was pretty long. It took, I think, about close to three months before I got the green light that I was going to go. And you really don't even know. And like, they, like to the end, you know, they still say like this is still not a – green light because you can get there and start acting wacky you know what i mean so they have to kind of keep it in their favor but you know just back and forth emails a lot of pictures um i was i did it like right before like instagram was popular but like not as as popular as now so i think they had to really like do in-depth searches you know background the whole nine yard you can't be like a serial killer going on the show <laughs> unless they do want that but um yeah they, they give you psychological exams like crazy questions like i was answering questions like um do you like your dad, right? And then the next question would be, would you ever be a park ranger? So I'm like, there's like weird, like, I mean, there must be like a rhythm to it of like what they're asking, but I'm like, gee. And then I start second guess. I'm like, maybe I would be a park ranger, you know? <laughs> it makes you start to really think. Yeah. So that's wild. So you went through the process. They found you. They casted you. And you got to be actually on the show. And is there is there cameras constantly filming? Did a lot of re Like, how real is the Bachelorette. Are they doing a lot of retakes? They say, no, I don't like the way you walked in. Can you say that over? It's pretty much just wake up and go. Um, wow. The only really production thing that you see there during the day is just putting your microphone on, you know, and then um, you kind of forget after a while that it's there. Um, but there's no retakes. Um, there's no, you know, that's the number one question. Like, is it real? Is it fake? The only thing that they use um, to their advantage is that we sign our life away. You know, and they definitely, you know, chop and screw up the stuff after the scenes. Like, 
Right. Everything, no you, everything you're saying so I can is, say that. Right. Well, <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like everything you're saying is real. Yeah. But you never know how you know out of context it's going to yeah, be. They yeah. Yeah. They've, they've chopped up some things, you know. Certainly. But luckily, like I, I mean, I wasn't one of the guys that was like the, you know, the um, what do you call it? The um, the bad guys of the season or the, there's always going to be someone yeah. portrayed as a villain, so, a nut job. Right. What was your What was your kind of? If I you think could give I yourself would, a title. I was more just a common collect guy. Um, I, honestly, I went there to have fun. You know, I didn't put any high expectations. I wasn't naive. I knew my. I knew I was going on a television show. At the end of the day, yeah, mm-hmm. I was going on a television show, maybe to potentially find love. But I knew I was going on a TV show, and I just had fun with it. You know, I was cool with everybody. I was cool with all the producers, and I, and I, I believe that's why that parlayed me into getting on to two more shows within that franchise. That's and, great. Uh, yeah, you went on to do the uh, Bachelor in Paradise, Bachelor in Paradise twice. twice. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No regrets, though, right? No, no, no regrets. It was just. Uh, I wish I hit the gym a little harder though, because those guys are just shredded and they just, you know, it was impossible to just, you know, just next to these dudes. When they're not, when they're not rolling, they're just doing push-ups. Yeah, it just it would be you're around thirty dudes all day, just hopped up on testosterone. So there's really nothing else to do. No phone, no TV. You know, we were trying to do like a March Madness bracket, they wouldn't let us. So it's like you're in the zone. That's it. No communication to the outside world. No, right? which just... was kind of cool. Like I, I first I got a little like you know you felt like your phone was vibrating in your pocket because you hand that in right when you get there. Um, but it was actually cool to just disconnect and just unwind. You still friends with any of the guys? Yeah, a lot of the guys. A lot of, there was a couple of group chats here and there, um, especially with what I do in, in nightlife and marketing and promotions. Um, I'm sure they all, when they're coming down to South Florida, won't hit you up. Yeah, yeah. And I've got, now that I was on the show, I've gotten them involved in the Bachelor auction at Salt. And then, you know, with my connections in the clubs and nightlife for me, you know, being a DJ. I've booked them a lot and kind of brokered them out and stuff like that. Do you hate roses? Will you ever give like a future girlfriend a girlfriend <laughs> no, a rose? Do you like no, anti roses? No. I heard some of these people on the show like they can't, they run from the sight of a rose. They can't smell it. It was like it was like it was like the emoji that I use a lot like while I was on it and stuff and like yeah I kind of gets like I get like a little PTSD from it. But my girlfriend hates roses now so. Oh, bummer. You just mm-hmm. revealed to the fans and the viewers that you're taken. Not yeah. married, though, right? Not married, but I've been with my Ring shopping? Not yet. Not yet. She's a little younger than me, so I, I put a good buffer in there, you know? Smart. Good move. <laughs> Great move. What was the difference between The Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise? Um, there's a couple aspects. Um, you know, one of the obvious reasons, uh, one of the most obvious things about The Bachelorette is that you're with just... 30 dudes for one girl and that's never been like my style of dating if i'm not gonna try and fight for attention if like you know it's just i gotta hold my standard high you know like you, you should be come talking to me um that was the most obvious and then you know going on the bachelorette that was like the first real tv show that i've ever been on i've done like some other small stuff mm-hmm. but this was like day in day in, day in day uh day and night type stuff um, and then Bachelor in Paradise, you kind of you know the producers going back there. You know what – after you watch it, you kind of know what they want. You kind of know what they don't want. And you know everybody. It's more like a party then. You know, cause, and there's girls and guys. So if you're not feeling the main chick, you know, there's other – Are they just feeding you guys alcohol on that island there too? Just let's you get know, them – You know, I think it's one of those things where it's like it's so – Available that you don't really abuse it that much. I mean, I've done, I mean, people did, but I didn't. Um, we actually had um, the second time I went back to Paradise. There was there was like a huge drama before the start of the season with a guy and a girl, and they just got wasted, and there was like a big thing. Production shut down, so they regulate the drinks now. It was like one, you can only have one drink per hour. Wasn't there another reality show or TV show based on The Bachelor? There was like a, a yeah, sitcom. Um, 
what was they, it called? I, yeah. I, I forgot. Unreal? Unreal? Unreal. Unreal. A producer from the show went and made that. Really? Yeah. So I had a chance to watch it. Did you watch a couple of those episodes? I've heard about a couple things about it. They would basically take all that stuff to the extreme people, yeah. you know, ODing. And or, they switched the medications or something. The yeah. girl jumped off the roof. Exactly. <laughs> I was just thinking that when you were saying that, that story. Yeah. No, I mean, think about it. A producer from the show made that, so they have to get the uh, ideas from somewhere. Very cool. So you had the chance to be on national television three times, and, and I'm sure they might even call you back again. They're waiting to see uh, yeah. what you do with, with, with the girlfriend. They now. actually they actually uh, texted me the other day, uh, Bachelor in Paradise, Australia, was looking for people. But I think my dating shows are over, man. I'm like, if I was, I would do some, like, physical challenge type stuff, like maybe the, like MTV The Challenge or something like that, or maybe some type of... That would be badass. Something. We uh, one of our guests from Big Brother, Jason, uh, Josh, excuse me, Josh Martinez, went on to go do the challenge. Oh so yeah, yeah. They're I've doing a lot before. of crossovers yeah. now. They're not just yeah. taking people from MTV. Yeah, uh, let's a push lot for of, that, man. I know. I need something like that, dude. The challenge is one of my favorite shows. Yeah, awesome. I love it. Awesome. I love it. I love it's it. tough though. Like no, it you is. gotta. It is. You want to talk about guys in shape? Yeah, they're they're big dudes. You got to come in there as like an Olympic athlete, ready to like. Ready <laughs> there, to work. There's this new show that I've been watching. It's really cool. It's actually the JoJo who was the Bachelorette on my season, and Jordan Rogers who was on my season. They have this show called The Fittest Couples. I mean, I'm, I'm in nowhere shape to be on that, but that's like something cool that I would like to do after you know the, all these darn dating shows. You know what's kind of cool? You mentioned your friends with them. You have the group chats. It seems like the people that come from the Bachelor Bachelorette. Fran- uh, franchise become like almost like a i want to say a, a fraternity Definitely. or yeah. it seems like you guys always are supporting each other always yeah. going to each other's charity events that's kind yeah. of cool that you kind of get this brotherhood this fraternity that goes on and on past the show i believe because of that it's it's not like where it's a you know a lot of these mtv shows they're they're directed in a certain way and they thrive off of the drama and they thrive off of like the negativity. Our show is pretty much you're casted to be what you are and who you are and to, you know, amplify that on TV. So that's why I think we all have like very genuine close connections. You still a fan of the show? You still watch it? Yeah, I watch it now. You know, I'm, I'm in that world now. And, like, yeah. you know, my followers on Instagram and Twitter are probably 60% Bachelor fans. So it's good to kind of keep that engagement going with all that. Show has it changed at all since you've been on it? Is it pretty much the same? They're not going to reinvent the wheel. They know it works. Um, you notice things different. Like, oh, I can't things... believe they're doing that now. I wish they did that when I was on. Well, it. well, I mean, it's kind of actually they kind of keep it pretty pretty strict regimented. There's a couple of things that it's a lot obvious now that, like, if you say like, oh, I think this is going to happen, or you see something going sort of way, it, it happens the next next episode. Mm-hmm. You know, like bringing somebody in. Like if somebody was saying like, oh, I really don't want Char- Charlie to be here. Well, guess who's coming in next episode? Charlie's rolling in. You know. Oh, man, I've been thinking about you with 30 guys going after one girl. That's a lot of testosterone <laughs> no, personalities. Like, you got to – this is a mental game. No, like, oh, 100%. There was times where, like, I – you know, I, I, I like having, obviously, my friends around me and stuff like that. Like, I, I'm an only child, so, like, being around that many dudes at once, like, I, I never had, like, my alone time, you mm-hmm. know. Like, I need – like, there would be times, like, I would just try and go against the grain and, like, I would just go in the room and just start like causing a ruckus and yelling, like getting everybody all hyped up because it, it is an, it is a mental, it's a mental toughness to be there. It really is. People don't realize like, oh, how, it's, you're just having fun. You're with guys. You get it's like it's it's draining, dude. And you gotta kind of always be on. And and, and if you if you let you know them get to you, and then you you reveal that to obviously the the, the bachelorette, you're doomed. You're done. <laughs> yeah, you're done. And then when we travel, 
like, you know, the, the top guys get to kind of go out on dates. But if you're, like, kind of the guy like me that's kind of like the wallflower just chilling, you're in the hotel the whole freaking week. Like, just. Dude, days go long, huh? Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even see sunlight. Like, <laughs> Like it's a science experiment, but it was fun. I want to throw that out there. It was fun. it was a great experience. And how long do you guys film for on the on the Bachelor? How long is that? Is that That's, three three months? Um, le- a little less. If oh. you're there from start to finish, I think it's like two months. But I, I made it a month. Month. I made it halfway, and then Paradise is uh, I think about a month. So cool. So now the the TV shows are done in the past, yeah. and dude, you are DJing at some of the coolest. Just the most high-profile, celebrity-filled events all over the world right now. Are you, yeah. like, pinching yourself right now to do what you love to do no, in the coolest yeah. venues? It's it was it's definitely humbling. Um, I did it before the show. So now we're transferring to the Vinny Vinsane. This is the, yeah, this is my alter ego. Um, I've been DJing for 15 years. Um, this is a, not something you just started after the show. Like, hey, no, I got I fame. Let me, yeah. let me start DJing. You I were DJing pull, Yeah, I didn't pull, like, a Paris Hilton or something like that. <laughs> So I knew what I was doing. You know, I had a good following. I always had a business mindset before going on the show. Um, and going on the television show, you know, it boosted my numbers. It's That's just – that was a great aspect of it. Um, you know, people always say it, it opened doors for me. I said, yeah, but, you know, it's now it's up to me to keep those doors open and keep those relationships going. And, um, you know, I don't sell stuff on my Instagram. Um, you know, I'm not selling teeth whiteners detox teas and you know all this bs i kind of use the brand that i built to you know market myself you know i'm selling myself and i'm selling sorry selling myself and you know the events that i've been doing the last two years i parlayed you know all my contacts and the doors that were open for me going on these shows to start producing my own you know high volume ticketed events within the last two years i started aqua day club in boca Two years ago, um, and, well, just, and what's Aqua Day Club? Is that like the Las Vegas down here, South so, Florida yeah, pool we, party? It's, it, I like to call it like Las Vegas meets Ibiza in Boca. Um, That's a nice combo. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I kind of, you know, it's just in business you're trying to fill voids that people that you know of stuff that people don't have, and that was something that I wanted to do for years. Was something on Sunday, you know, um, Sundays are big in Florida, as you know, Sunday fun day. Um, it started off as me, you know, pitching to the hotel, like, this is what I want to do. And it just, it blew up to doing 500 people once a month on a Sunday. And when, when's that start again? Back in, we'll start in, um, this year we're going to start in April and then we'll end Labor Day. Yeah. Those look like, those look like a fun time. So that's at the Waterstone Resort right here in Boca, Mm -hmm. right off of, uh, right off the water there. Make sure you go experience an Aqua Day Club event by Vinny and saying, I've seen some of the pictures and videos and. (laughs) Unfortunately, my wife caught a peek of me looking. She's like, I don't know if I'm going to let you spend time with the family. You want a picnic with the fam? It's all right. You can stop by. They have lunch there. I'm going to get it in this year. I promise you. I promise you. So, so cool. So outside of that event, what made you kind of – we've said the word humanitarian because, dude, I've seen you at so many charity events as of late. Have you always had the kind of the heart to give back and and just make a difference? Um, I think – you always have to have that in you, you know, to give back. I was always raised to give back and be polite and, you know, on smaller scales, hold the door for people, say yes, please, thank you. But now that I have – I do have this reach in the community and I do have a significant Instagram following, um, I wanted to use it in a positive way. I teamed up with American Association for uh, Caregiving Youth a couple of years ago um, to just raise awareness for their foundation. And then uh, more recently I teamed up with Home Safe to, you know, kind of help them catapult, get their message across and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, why not do it, you know? You got to give to get in this world, right? Yep, yep, yep. That's nice. So 
big event coming up in December to really kick off the holiday season. Yeah. Tell me what's going on with the Jingle Jam Fest. This sounds really, really cool. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. We have um, – I got a lot of cool people coming to perform. I got um, a friend of mine, Michael Constantino. He is – he went viral on YouTube. He does a lot of cover songs. He's a pop artist. He has a, a bunch of his own originals. A couple local guys in there. Um, but more importantly, we just we we I'm expecting over fifteen hundred to two thousand people. We we tell everybody to come dressed as Santa. Um, and the main focus is obviously is we have those charities involved in that and to give back. Everybody that comes there, we encourage them to please bring a gift I have, I have all the donations that we're accepting on the website um, and then they get a raffle ticket for you know ch um, we're doing silent raffles that day we're gonna have food trucks um, like I said food trucks live entertainment lots of Santas that's my pitch for that it's gonna be fun so that's <laughs> and I got, and you, and I got the Berman team on there is one of my sponsors for sure I see you got some great sponsors you're gonna have entertainment food trucks yeah excited to see all the Santas that's gonna be like a cool picture just like a, a yeah like a sea of, it of is. Santas it's like like a mini Santa Con down here in South Florida um, we got Meisner Park Amphitheater I'm really looking forward to it. We're getting a lot of good feedback. The, cool. the impressions on the Facebook event page and are tickets ridiculous. are on sale right now right yeah they're on sale 20 bucks Cheap. Yep. Good deal. Go yep. support a great cause. So that's going to be going down in the Meisner Park Amphitheater December 7th. This is Jingle Jam by Vinny Vincent. Did you give yourself that own nickname, by the way, Vincent? I like I that. I forgot how I got that. <laughs> Actually, I think, I think I found it from uh, Vince Carter. The, oh, I think yeah. I saw it in like a Sports Illustrated, and I was a kid. I was like, that, hey, that works. Insanity, right? Insane. <laughs> I like that. I trademarked it in the DJ uh, realm of things, so he can't use it if he ever wants to be a DJ. Nice. Smart. <laughs> See, you are a true businessman. I like that, man. <laughs> yeah. So very cool. What what is all? What's all access group? I see so on your all shirt. All access is my. I wanted. I, I wanted a more brandable umbrella company type name. I didn't want to just use like Vincent Entertainment. Got it. I mean Vincent Entertainment is my LLC, but all access group is my uh, event production company. My umbrella that everything falls under. Sweet. Falls under. And they could. And can we call a company like that for like planning our own event, or for yeah. someone wants to do yeah. a whole charity event or gala? They right. can basically do it through all access because you can provide the music. Yeah, and it's it's pretty much a one stop shop. Um, either event management or or I'll you know take over a venue and do my own thing and stuff like that. Dope, dope, dope. Want to play a fun game? Sure. Sweet. We have all our guests on our show play a game called Word for Word. It's it's a pretty simple game. Just uh, follow the rules here. I don't want you to, to mess up. But all you have to do is say the first word that comes to your mind when I say a word or maybe someone's name or it can okay. be an object. You, you understand, right? Yeah. All right. So uh, we're going to play Word for Word right here with Vinny Vinsane on the Talk Golden to Me video podcast show. I think he's ready to roll. Uh, you know what? I need a little background music producer. Let me like that game show music that we play. That is perfect. All right, word for word, say the first word that comes to your mind. Here we are with Vinny Vinsane. Ready? First word that comes to your mind. Rose. Joel. Marshmallow. DJ. Paradise. Sand. <laughs> Jojo Fletcher. Jordan Rogers. Kings Park. Where I grew up. <laughs> Turntable. Vinsane. Miami. Cocaine. <laughs> Vinyl. Uh, Jay-Z. Summer. Oh, man. Summer. Uh, First hot, word that comes to mind. Hot. Hot. Aqua Day Club. Me. Napster. Metallica. Chris Harrison. Botox. <laughs> <laughs> 
That is word for word. That you got a hundred percent, man. You passed. That was awesome. That's funny. <laughs> man, I don't know if Chris is gonna like that. He's no, a fan of our I show. I don't think he's got Botox. I don't think he does. I don't know why I thought of that. Come on, he's gotta have it. Guys on TV more than anyone. That's funny. That was good. That is awesome. Is JoJo still with that guy? Yeah, they're engaged. Yeah. So, so, the, so this is the reality show. It is real. You're yeah, really creating no, yeah, love, man. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know they were still together. Yeah, they are. That's yeah, awesome. They, like they, they're hosting that show, the fittest couples now. So they've been killing it. I think they had a spinoff with. They teamed. This is a great idea. They teamed up with um, Airbnb and they did like a home improvement type show. And then they put it on the Airbnb market. So they're making residuals from Airbnb and the TV show. Yeah, I just learned that it's better now for you could profit more by you know getting a second home or third home and and renting it out through Airbnb than trying to just do a one year sublease. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and you can you can fluctuate the prices too. Certainly, <laughs> great opportunities. This is fun, man. We're talking to Vinnie Vincent. He's got a great event coming up right here in Boca Raton, December seventh. Lock up tickets now. Will be limited capacity, so you don't want to, you want to be about it. You don't want to hear about it. You always hear the people that kind of see it and say, oh, "I wish I went." No, it's it's going to be like. You know, it's definitely going to be an event that's going to be around for a while, and um, Meisner Park's happy with it. Boca Raton's excited to have it. Um, I got Doubler and Kapow as one of my sponsors as well. Um, they're, you know, they're they're the heavy hitters in Meisner, so I wanted to get them involved because they, you know, give back to a lot of the, in the community, and they're just cool people. Um, I got Forever Young involved. I have um, my friends at Motor Group Customs. Like I said, I got the two charities in there, so. Sweet. We'll be there. We'll be promoting it throughout our show and social yeah. media. I'll be promoting it as well. So I'll definitely be there as well. So awesome thing you're doing. Going back to your DJing, um, is there a venue or a place that you're like, it's on your bucket list? Like, dude, I got to spin there. I got to play there. I think I've, I've hit it pretty hard, but I, I liked, I would like to be out in Vegas more like a Vegas style pool party. Um, Cause I'm like a middle tier guy. You know, you have like your chain smokers and Tiesto and like, those guys are producers and like obviously aren't on the same level. I'm not on the same level as them. Yeah. Uh, but it's just the market now is just so saturated with self-proclaimed DJs and stuff like that. But then you have Tiestos and Chainsmokers who are getting you know quarter of a million dollars to to DJ for two hours. So it's like, yeah, I, I can't compete with that. I mean, yeah, you can get me for cheaper. <laughs> you know? So that might be my pitch. But uh, Vegas is definitely a place that I would like to tap into more. Cool. But. Yeah, yeah, Vegas. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Vegas is the extreme, (laughs) insane part. I've been out there a couple times. A couple more places that I would like to spin. Awesome. Well, this is good stuff, man, talking to you. I I appreciate you being so candid and and revealing some of the secrets of reality TV. I'm dude. Everybody watches The Bachelor. Yeah. Bachelor. I mean, it, it's it, crazy. It's it's crazy because I didn't. I didn't really. I knew of it before I went on it, but it's it's huge. It's, and it gets, just gets bigger and bigger because if you think about it, their like internal market grows every year. Every year they have a 50, 50 to 60 new contestants that build macro followings on social media. So it's like you're not going to see The Bachelorette paying really a lot for ads because they're, everybody's doing the marketing for them. It's all internal. It's like the smartest thing. And not just Bachelorette. It's all, like all rel- uh, reality TV shows that people get to connect now with these cast members mm-hmm. like myself. And, and you can hold on to that fan base. Now, the, the, sm- the show obviously caught on to that because we were doing a lot of our own thing. Like myself, I was throwing events. And, you know, I was brokering a lot of these guys out to venues for public meet and greets. But now the show saw, like, that opportunity that they're missing. And now they're throwing their own events. They're throwing their own meet and greets. 
They're extending everybody's contracts to not do that outside of the show. Right. They want it all in-house. They want it, I mean, you... which is smart, you know, yeah, which is sense. smart. Surprised but... they weren't doing that earlier. Why do you think it has such a huge fan base? Is As America, are we just like hopeless romantics? Do we believe and want to see true love? Like what? what is the – the psychology behind these people that are just obsessed with the show. It is. There's, there's <laughs> a lot of obsessed people out there. Luckily, I didn't get too much of the, like, the crazy crazy DMs or wacky fans and stuff like that. But I think it's like what you said. People people like that, the hopeless romantic or they – you know, the people that watch the show are I, – I don't really know the age demographic, but maybe they want to fantasize about being with a younger guy. I don't know, but it's just like the market is huge. The market is, is huge. And I, th- I think it's, they, people like it. They, it's weird because I had a breakup on bachelor in paradise and I was like on Reddit or something. I was looking at like people were describing our breakup and this lady like wrote like a through Z of like how I was feeling and what type of person I am. I was like, Holy crap. Like, I don't even know that about myself. It was weird, dude, but the the fan base is huge. Huge, huge, huge. And it's, it's even bigger in, like, Canada and, like, random spots. Really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Toronto's wow. a massive market for the Bachelor world. I think you're right, though, about that cougar thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you know. And I think it's – and people notice that it's it's authentic. It's a reality show. It's not like they're watching General Hospital where they know it's scripted. It's more like – you know. It's cool to hear the success stories. You see people engage and oh, married. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. it, it is creating love. It is. I have um, my friend Jared and Ashley. They just got married recently. Another buddy that was on my season, Evan and Carly, they have two kids now after the show. Um, you know, there's a couple people that are still engaged. So, it does work. It does work. If you could punch one castmate from any bachelor or bachelorette right in the face, free pass, you won't get in trouble. Who, yeah. who are you sticking? I don't really hate anybody like that, but I'm just going to call my friend out there, Iggy. I'm going to punch him in the face. <laughs> Boom. Iggy's taking the shot. And then uh, your girlfriend said you can't answer this question. French kiss make out one. Oh, yeah, I'm sure she, she did. I got the permission. <laughs> one, one, one female castmate could have been a bachelor or bachelor, bachelorette or on the contestant. Who are you picking? I, I'm not answering it. Uh, I, I got the, the fallback. I plead the I plead the fifth. And this is why he's the <laughs> ultimate ladies man. He knows how to get the women and are keep the women. Do you have any love advice for uh, for our single people out there that you know need advice? Maybe they think they're never going to find love. Maybe they can't think they're going to find the right one. To to get into a relationship, yeah. Because there's advice that I can give on both aspects. Of Let's it. hear it. All right. So I I to to get into a relationship, I just I think you have to be honest. Honesty is 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 the best. Um, to stay in a successful relationship, I've learned in my in my older years. That honesty is not the best. <laughs> <laughs> honesty is not the best. Were you going to no, say that? No. Okay. No, I was no, like. No. <laughs> um, uh, as, as cliche and corny as it sounds, you got to communicate. You got to, you know, because I'm a, I'm the type of person that like if I sometimes if I say it in my head, I feel like that everybody might already know it. And that's kind of bitten me in the ass. Um, you got to just put it all out there as as little as it is. What do you want to do for dinner? You know, wh- what time are we leaving? Little stuff like that. It just it blows out of proportion. Um, but to get in a relationship, like I said earlier, you just have to be honest. Be upfront. You know, don't be afraid to show your feelings. That was something that I did on the show. Um, and don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to say how you feel about the person and. Yeah, pretty much. Sometimes guys just don't want to, you know, they don't want to express their feelings or their yeah. emotions or their feelings. They have a hard time doing it. They think they're going to seem mm-hmm. weak with it or um, not too manly. So I think that more men need to express how they're feeling because 
your partner wants to hear that. They right. need that reassurance sometimes. Well, I think especially in the day that we live in, it's everything's so quick, quick, quick. And that's what that's what kind of on the show I learned about myself because I was one of thirty guys and I had to I had to, you had to tell them how you felt. You know, every day there was like a week in real life. Well, we're, you know what I'm trying to say. A week there, a day there was like a week in real life. Mm-hmm. So everything amplified and moved very quickly. So you didn't have time to say, oh, I'm going to wait till next week because your ass could have been cut. And that's how kind of the world is today. Everybody's on Tinder, um, Plenty of Fish, and all those other apps. You got to just, it's it's a very, very um, hyper and quick world that we live in now. You have to get the point across in everything. Love, business, it's just it's very rapid-paced stuff that we yeah, live Yeah, we're in. a microwave society for sure. Mm-hmm. And I think if you, if you want something in life, go after it mm-hmm. and, 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 and say what you want and go after it. I, I 100% agree with that, man. Cool little golden nuggets there, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> Dude, Golden got, nuggets, I like that. That's it. That's what we try to provide <laughs> to the viewers and listeners, which we appreciate you all always tuning in and listening to our show. Viewers, listeners, we, of course, appreciate your time listening, subscribing, doing all that fun stuff. Make sure you follow Vinny Insane on Instagram. All his platforms go right to his website as well, Vinny Insane, and get the Jingle Jam Fest tickets now. That's yeah. limited capacity December 7th. So very cool stuff, man, letting us go inside the world of reality TV and The Bachelor and Bachelorette. So, uh Dude, you're you're a cool guy, and uh, yeah, your yeah, girlfriend your girlfriend's a, your girlfriend's a lucky woman. <laughs> We're both lucky. Yeah. Listen, Dude, I'm learning. he says all the right I'm things. I'm learning because he just recorded. Are you nuts? <laughs> <laughs> the guy says all the right things, man. Take notes, man. You should write a book, man. When's the dating book coming out? Keys to success. Listen, I'm a Libra, so I'm very balanced. If I'm, you know what I mean. Like, I don't know if that book's gonna help somebody or hurt somebody. It's gonna be, <laughs> it's gonna be. They're gonna get no answers from my book. <laughs> Yo, Vinny Vinsane, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate your time thank going you. inside the insane brain of Vinny, man. He's the lover. He's a talented DJ and just a cool guy overall. Book him for your events. Call Access Group as well, which is cool, All Access Group. Viewers, listeners, subscribe, share, do all that fun stuff. Follow him on social media. We appreciate your time listening to another episode of the Talk Golden to Me video podcast show. Your host, Golden TV, as always, from the Berman Law Group. We out of here. Peace. Peace.